1: Welcome to Affiliate Buzz, the longest-running program on affiliate
2: marketing. James and Arlene Martell are here to inspire, inform, and motivate you with expert insight, interviews, and information that will increase your bottom line. Advance your affiliate marketing efforts every week on Affiliate Buzz. Now, please welcome James and Arlene.
3: Yes, hello, it's James Martell here and welcome to edition number 438 of the Affiliate Buzz, where we've been keeping affiliates inspired, informed, and motivated to succeed with affiliate programs since 2003. If you happen to be joining us here live today on cranberry.fm, it's great to have you with us. If you're joining us through a podcast on your smartphone, tablet, computer, or Wi-Fi radio, a very special welcome to you as well. And of course, yes, I am here with Arlene, and today we are going to talk about Upwork making the dream work, and I thought it was a timely topic, I just uh, am in the middle of doing a coaching session, a series of calls with a student of mine, and we are talking a lot about Upwork and getting things rolling uh, for him. And I thought it'd be a good topic for us to talk about today, Arlene, because you are actually a relatively new outsourcer and I know uh, there's a lot of interest in outsourcing and there's a lot of confusion about it sometimes, but there's also massive benefits to getting it uh, getting it right. So uh, I thought we'd talk to you about that today.
4: Hmm. Interesting. And I actually, I just set up a friend of mine in Upwork just last week. So she just has a simple website and... She needed some. Um, she needed some blog posts done on a regular basis. So I went over to her place and we just sat down and got her all set up. So that was that was great. She's absolutely thrilled with it. She just can't even believe that. Her biggest thing was, um, the writer can can he write the information the way I want it written? And that was her biggest fear was that he wasn't going to get her vision for her blogs, and he totally nailed it. So. She's just
3: thrilled with that. And she, she uh, Fran is her name, she's a good friend of ours for many, many years, and mm-hmm. she's written a book, and actually a couple of books that she markets on her website, and she, though, like many of us, is busier than a bee. So busy. And she'd been meaning to get to her blog, and she'd been meaning to be posting regular articles and, and building out her content, but like uh, so many of us, that's difficult to do just because... Schedules are so busy. So, t- t- tell us about the story. So, what did she want? What did she want to do? How did you help her get set up?
4: Yeah. So basically, she just kind of wanted a plan to move forward a little bit. But she's so so busy. So I said, well, let's just start small. Let's just get your blog going on a regular basis. Even if we can just do four blog posts a month, which is all she really wanted to commit to. I was, you know, I told her to try and do more than that, but she said note four was good for her, and that fit her budget. And um, I said, okay, let's do it. So I, said, I just kind of coached her and said, um, let's do the blog post kind of based on the tips that are in your book. And that'll make it really easy for you to come up with topics. And then it'll make it really easy at the end of the blog post to link back to your book or to encourage someone to, to buy your book. So that's what it, I just said. Here's what you need to do. Just I need the, I need the topic for the blog. And then I need, um, we need some, you know, some reference material of, uh, and your ideas of what you want included in that blog. And um, yeah, it went pretty good. Hers are like kind of financial based. Um, So it was super easy. So I just sat down with her. Let's do the first, we've got eight of them typed out. And then I just kind of taught her how to approach the writers, like how to, how to do your um, project description and, you know, just kind of how to set it all up in Elance. Yeah, yeah. Or Sorry, Upwork, and how to make, you know, your initial payment. And I explained, you know, especially for a, if it's like your very first time you're hiring the writer, I said, what I usually do is I usually just give them a deposit, like upon acceptance, and then balance on completion. And then I, you know, I, I asked them to send me over Just send me the first article before you write the rest. I just want to make sure we're on the same page. If there's any anything that's missing or critiques that I want to make before you start blasting them out, so I just taught her how to do all that, and it was super easy. She got it all set up, and then the article started coming in. She was so excited (laughs) when the first article came in, and there was like, there was the only thing that she needed to tweak on it was the call to action at the bottom. Yeah. Um, and I told her, you need give the writer the keywords you want to use and just let him go. And then um, she had a little problem with her bio as well. She had <clears throat> she'd given me her bio and it was like really long. And I said, give it to the writer. Just let him fix it. And it, he sent back this amazing little short bio that she could add to the bottom of her blog as well. Yeah. And uh, it perfectly described her and what her vision was for her site and her book. And like I said, she was absolutely thrilled. And I said, "Well, that's why you hire professional writers because they they know how to word everything and make it sound great."
3: Yeah, yeah, wordsmiths they are. And mm-hmm. so did so. You're saying that she didn't have like take us so you, you posted the project. You help yep. her clearly describe what she was looking for. F- four articles, eight articles. You ordered them in a batch.
4: Yeah, we just ordered the first four, and then we let him write the first four. And then we had the, so then she has the next four queued up and then she could just say, I say once you get the first four and you're happy and he gets it and you you get it, then you just send him the next four. So that's what she did. She just um did she just did the uh this ordered the second four.
3: Okay, so then the 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 question is, and I don't know the answer to this. Mm-hmm how much are you spending per article? Because this is always amazing to listeners and people that have not outsourced. Because typically you can hire a writer, you can spend 50 bucks, 100 bucks, 200 bucks for an article. Uh, because of outsourcing, you know, it's not typically usually that much. So what is she spending?
4: Um, so her articles came in at about $12 per article US.
3: And how long are they?
4: Um, they are, just trying to think out, they are... They're not hugely long. These ones are about eight hundred words.
3: Okay, so still a really nice piece. Yeah, and they read well. Grammar's great. Yep. Spelling's good. Topic yep. very topical.
4: They got subheadlines. They got bullet points. Wonderful. And a great call to action at the bottom.
3: Now you know, I thought I'd call this episode "Upwork uh, Makes the Dream Work" because uh, in our particular case, our business is primarily uh, outsourcing. People ask me what I do. Well. Generally speaking, we we spend the vast majority of our time working with our freelancers Mm -hmm. because they do all the work. We're basically project managers in a a lot of ways. And without Upwork, uh, first of all, we could have never accomplished what we've accomplished over the years because it was just too much work to be done. And with the pricing and stuff that we get from the freelancers, it's amazing. I'm, I'm, As I said at the top of the show, I'm doing a coaching session with uh, a gentleman out of uh, Costa Rica. And although we're working on his project, what he really wanted me to help him with was master the art of outsourcing. And he wanted to hire a virtual assistant. He needs a graphic designer. He needs an audio editor, uh, and a variety of things. So I'm digging in with him and we're teaching him how to do that and posting projects and having an, a look at the, you know, the freelancers that come in and bid. And he is just so stunned and amazed. Uh, not only the level of quality of the people that are, are bidding, he, he needs to have his podcast edited on an ongoing basis. And he had 55 people come in and bid on the project within a day.
2: Holy Completely blew him
3: away. That is a lot. That's that's a lot. And he ended up hiring a, a wonderful uh, woman out of the U.S. And she's charging him $12 per episode.
1: Uh-huh.
3: And it's a pretty intricate little Podcast. It's not. Uh, it's not just you know. Do a little editing and add edit an intro and an outro. Sorry, twelve dollars per hour, and he figures it's going to take two hours per episode. And in two hours, though, a professional editor for twenty four dollars can make magic happen.
4: Oh, no kidding.
3: And so he's absolutely thrilled. So then the next thing uh, we were working on or kind of in tandem was hiring him a virtual assistant. Well, mm-hmm. he hired a virtual assistant out of the Philippines off Upwork. Uh, and he said, well, how much going to, am I going to spend here? And he, again, he's thinking 20, 30, 40 bucks mm-hmm. an hour. And we hired this wonderful guy out of the Philippines for $6 an hour.
4: <laughs> it's amazing.
3: Who's absolutely thrilled to be working with him because it's a long-term project. Mm-hmm. He's going to keep him pretty much full-time. So here he's got a virtual assistant who's already trained, already understands WordPress, all kinds of stuff. He's got a really good resume. And for what, eight hours, $50 a day, he's got a full-time guy wow. working for him. And if you were to hire uh, you know, that type of person in Canada here or in the U.S., you'd probably spend at least five, six times that to get the right person. So, uh, of course, when we're we're building online businesses and we're we're, we're developing our revenue streams and working online, we need some help. And the idea here is to build a business that works so we don't have to. And that's uh, one of the things that I'm working with him is getting the systems and processes in place so that when he hires somebody that he can literally give them everything they need, cut them loose so he doesn't have to spend too much time with them all the time and just enjoy the benefits of waking up in the morning and having a bunch of the work that was assigned to them yesterday already
4: done well that was the other thing that fran loved was um she's from vancouver here and he's from australia so she wakes up in the morning and they're there it's just she just can't even believe it
3: yeah i so love outsourcing i so love it there's nothing more fun for me than to go in and pull out the work that was just done to go read the articles or the graphics just came back, or the video was yep. edited and completed. And we just—I just had two videos created, beautiful videos, like absolutely beautiful videos. Uh, I'll put a link to them in the uh, uh, in the show notes here. And these are ones two and a half minutes long. The other one's just over four minutes long. These are beautifully done, graphical, rich videos, narrated, lots of images, lots of custom artwork, a nice front end, a nice back end, beautifully done. And for the two of them, uh, I actually showed it to Christian uh, Chapa, who we're building out a site for him, creditlineoptions.com. Uh, for those two videos, he looked at them. He's like, these look like they're like a couple thousand dollars each. And they really do. If you were to hire somebody locally, you'd spend easily a couple grand for these videos. And I had them done for $70. <laughs> it's crazy. They're, they're amazing. Plus, I, I hired uh, somebody to do the narration, which was, I think, 30 bucks. So you can't, you really can't beat it. So I'll put a link to those two videos, uh, in the show notes because they're really worth looking at. And if you think they were $35, per video, all in, complete, sent back to me as an MP4 ready to upload into Facebook or uh, YouTube and on, you know, the website, wherever we want to put them. So it's, it's really quite something. So I can see though we are up against a break. What I want to do early when we come back, let's talk about Upwork uh, and also the Upwork Basecamp combination. And uh, let's get into some more advanced uh, skills uh, that We can parlay. There you go. There's a little pirate going on in the other room Uh, and talk about uh, getting those two amazing systems working for you on your behalf so you can work a little less and make a little bit more. All right. We'll do that and more right after the break.
2: More affiliate buzz coming up after we hear from our sponsors.
1: Literature is taking over Miami streets. Between November 13th and the 20th, downtown Miami will transform into a full-week celebration of the literary arts. More than 500-plus authors are coming to share their new work at the 2016 Miami Book Fair. The porch is open every evening, complete with a full schedule of live music and performances, a farmer's market and cafe, food trucks, craft beer, and more. For more information on the 33rd Miami Book Fair, November 13th to the 20th at Miami Day College's Wolfson Campus in downtown Miami, call 305-237-3258 or visit miamibookfair.com. Follow Miami Book Fair on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Miami Book Fair.
0: Are you paying too much for your paid advertising or have you quit altogether because it seemed like a huge waste of money? Studies show that companies waste 25% of their PPC spend on average. The web marketing experts at WMETraining.com can show you how to make your AdWords account a lean, mean converting machine. Whether you're just starting out or want to take your skills to the next level, we have a class for you. Contact the web marketing experts at WMETraining.com.
1: Cranberry Cranberry Radio. We're everywhere. Find our shows on iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and anywhere you download your podcasts. Pick out some new favorite podcasts now.
2: Time now to hear some more affiliate buzz.
3: Here's James and Arlene. Yes, I am here with Arlene, and we're talking about Upwork making the dream work. And let's dig into uh, how you use uh, Basecamp in tandem with Upwork Now Basecamp, of course, for those who are new to that term, is Basecamp.com. It's an online project management system, and I believe, whether you're building a website for yourself or even a very small project, or you're, you're building a multi-million-dollar corporation, that Basecamp will change your life. and I know it did for us, as much as uh, outsourcing did as well. So how do you go about first of all, explain what you do in Basecamp and what it is to you.
4: So what it is, well, it's really a project management system that keeps track of every project, and it just allows you to um, add all of your files in one location, all of your to-do lists in one location, and then any important um, project or items that need to be completed. So I love Basecamp because I what I do is I just ask my my writer or anybody in Upwork that I'm dealing with, I ask them for their email. I tell them that I'm going to set them up in, in Basecamp and I explain a little bit to them about it's just a simple project management system. It makes it easier for us to communicate. and It also gives them a place to upload any files that they need to send to me. And there, I've never, ever had any pushback from anyone going into Basecamp. And it's super easy for them to sign up. And then, bang, I just send them the full instructions in Basecamp. And then what I love about it is they can come back and put their file in, and if there's any changes, I just request them right in Basecamp. It shoots them back an email, and then they upload maybe the new file or a a revision that I needed. But it continues all in one long thread, so you're not missing anything. And there's nothing, um, you know, sitting in, in your Word document that you forgot where it was. Everything's so neat and tidy, and it just keeps not only you organized, but it keeps all of your outsources organized too. You
3: bet. And you, you said the magic word for me, it keeps everything in one place.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Because I remember when we found Basecamp, it was out of pure frustration and desperation really because we had so much going on that it, we, we were having what we were calling the where-the-heck-are-we-at meetings.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: And they were getting closer and closer together as As things grew, we had so many projects on the go, we we started to lose track. It's like, who's got this document? What version is it? Is it in your email? Is it in my email? Is it on your computer? Is it on my computer? I send it to you in Skype. No, I send it to you through a message. It's like it was just getting crazy. And we literally found it. I signed up for it for free, 60-day free trial, no credit card or anything, which blew me away. Uh, Signed up for it. started. I invited you in. I invited Kimberly and a couple other people in. And within a couple days, everybody started using Basecamp. Yeah. And it was like, I already had the trend. I says, go watch the video tutorials. There's 10 of them. They're all about a minute long, so it doesn't take long to learn how to use it. Yeah. It's so intuitive. It's absolutely brilliant and we just started using it and how about, what what does it cost us per month cuz we have a we're not on the base package we're up a little bit yeah $65 a month $65 a month and that allows us to manage 40 projects yeah which we're pretty much maxed out on all the time then we you know as a project is done we archive it or if it's yeah. on hold for a bit we archive it and then you can later when you're ready to get back into it or uh, maybe you just need to go refer to something that was in it. You can unarchive it, open it up, go and look around. So it keeps everything in one place. So down the road, if you need to go back and look at you know things, your your WordPress theme, you want to have the the word documents that were created for all the content or all the images and graphics. Uh, it's all in there. And then the other thing, Ernie, is the discussion area. I find that very helpful. Mm-hmm. Because you can you can start a discussion. Hey, I want to talk about the, the images for this website. Uh, I got some ideas about this. And then you can click on the names of the people you want to have them join you in the discussion. Uh-huh. And boom, off the email goes to them. They all come back into that particular discussion. You can hash it through. You can upload files. You can share things, whatever you want. And it's all there nice and neat and tidy. And then once that discussion's over, you can archive it as well for later if you want and get it off your screen. And you're good. And you, and you are the to-do girl of all to-do girls.
4: Hmm. <laughs> I'm a list person. Yeah. I have a list for everything. <laughs> you
3: do have a list for everything. <laughs> so Basecamp has this most amazing little area where you can set up to-dos. And you can assign them to people. You can put dates on them. So let's say I need uh, Erdi our graphic designer, to have these images finished by Friday. I can go give give the to-do a name, I can attach something to it if I want, I can select Erty as the graphic designer, I can put the date on it, and I can hit submit. That ends up in his inbox. In his email, he clicks on it, brings him right back into Basecamp, and he can see what to-do needs to be done, and by when, and he can upload it, and it's all great.
4: Yeah. So here's here's something else that happened to us this week that was very interesting. So we did some work, a podcast for a lady... In Paris, France. Okay. Yeah. About was it a year and a half ago. Yeah. So obviously, we just did we just did the one time thing for her, and then her project was all in Basecamp and archived. She just pinged us last week and said, "I need another podcast done. Could you do some editing and and put it together for me?" So we said, "Yep," but we were easily able just to reopen that archived project and go and get her intro, her outro, everything was so fast to find instead of like. Where is that stuff? Like from a year and a half ago. Yep. It was just all right there.
3: That's right. And then and she uploaded the audio file in there and her notes. And then all I did was share it with our audio editor. He went in because she gave us some really nicely detailed notes. Mm-hmm. He came in, did all the work. We sent it off to her. She wanted a couple small changes, which she just requested in Basecamp, which automatically alerted the the editor so I don't need to get involved. hmm and then he made those changes, uploaded them, and she gets alerted automatically. Here's here's the the revised file, and we're good to go. Yeah, amazing. It, it's it so amazing if you think about it. Because let's go. And, what, and what we ha-
4: were able to get it back to her really fast, and she was kind of in a hurry for it.
3: Yep, yep, yep. We hit her deadline, no problem. In a rush.
1: Uh-huh.
3: So the, the thing about that is now let's go back to the old way of doing things. She would have emailed you, uh-huh. and now you got the audio file on your computer.
4: Yeah, I'd have to download it on my computer.
3: Exactly. You would have to get a hold of me, probably send me the file. Mm -hmm. I would then have to send the file to the audio editor along with the notes and all the stuff that goes with it. Yeah. Now he's got it. Now I got to get it to her. How do I do that? She sends it back to me. Then I send it to you, and you send it to her.
4: I know it's ridiculous. I know
3: it gets, and then you have a revision. You got to do it all again. It just gets mind. And then you do ten projects like that at a time. Yeah, it's like you easily quickly get
4: lost. You're wasting a lot of time.
3: Yeah, you are. It's just crazy. So with Basecamp, you can actually, I believe you can, you can set up one Basecamp for free, if I recall correctly. Yeah, I think so. And it gives you full access to everything. There's Basecamp 2 and Basecamp version 3. Just go with the 3. It's the latest edition. Uh, And it's amazing. So I can see that we're up against the break. Uh, Let's let's continue on this conversation uh, in a few minutes after, uh, after a quick break.
2: More affiliate buzz coming up after we hear from our sponsors. Is your website hacked? Visit FjordDigital.com or call 612-877-3840 and get the support and protection your website and business deserve. That's F-J-O-R-G-E-Digital.com.
1: Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. Synergize your search engine education from 101 to rock star level. Only on Cranberry Radio. Cranberry.fm
2: Time now to hear some more affiliate buzz. Here's James and
3: Arlene. Yes, I'm here with Arlene. We're talking about Upwork, uh, making the dream work. Now, how long would you say it took you to get comfortable outsourcing because I, I know when I originally brought up you pushed back a bit on that uh, and you, I don't think you really wanted to get into it but you ended up doing it take us through how it unfolded for you for for those who listeners who haven't engaged this yet
4: so for me I think the toughest thing about the outsourcing was getting the project description right so I think that was the like because you always told me, don't give them too much information all at once. Just give them the general, here's what I'm looking for. But And then once you hire them, you've got to give them enough information so they can bid on the project properly. But you don't, you don't give them all the information that they need to finish the project because it will overwhelm them and they'll bid higher. You bet. Every so that, time. That was probably the, the biggest learning curve for me was learning to say enough in the project description and then – but then once I learned that, and then I, and then you can always go back and look at your previous ones too. Yeah. So that's what I love about it is once you've done it, you've done it. And then then going through the bids was another thing that I, I found took me a bit of time because I you know, would open up everyone and I'd read their qualifications. And to me, it was important to get back a personal message from them. I could tell if it was like a standard reply message coming back. And also looking at their, um, you know, how many, how, what their feedback is mm-hmm. from other people that have hired them. Yep, yep. And then how long they've been doing it, how many projects they've done, that kind of thing. So just finding the right balance. But then I, Eva Upwork has some nice little things you can click. You can like, you can select them and kind of, I'm trying to remember what it's called. Where you, you say, um, yeah, they're a good fit. Like you kind of star oh, yeah. them. Yeah. Or, you shortlist them. Shortlist them. That's the word I'm looking for. You shortlist them. So then I would go through and I'd just try and shortlist my favorites. And then just go back and click on your shortlist and then just narrow it down. You bet. And then I would send them a personal email first. Just saying, hey, I'm, I, you look like the right fit for my project. And I would confirm with them that they can get it done by my deadline. And that they were ready to go. And if they got back to me really quickly, then I knew they were the right person for me. You bet. You I didn't bet. hear back from them. And it's like, oh, I can't stand it when they, there's a lack of communication.
3: Well, and you know, and that's a good tip, too, especially for little projects. And I, I learned this one the hard way a long time ago, and I just don't do it anymore. So because we've got outsourcers and free, or freelancers, I guess would be the better word, that we use a lot, if I need something quick done, I, I might not necessarily go to them. Because let's let's say we got a word a website down something's wrong uh-huh. or it's a little project something's got to get fixed. Well, I got a couple choices. We all have a couple choices. So we could go post a project in in sorry go back in the, into Basecamp and I could send it off to our coder or our tech. But I don't know if they're going to get it right now, and I don't know where they are, and I don't know how busy they are because they don't work for us full time. These people right. are hired on demand, and I don't know if they're on holidays or if, even if they're available. So if I just need a website, let's say I, I go to the, uh, the website and for some reason it's down. I've got a database corruption error or something's up and I don't know what it is. So what I instead of going to one of my existing coders, I'll just pop into Upwork and take a minute. I call it the 15-minute rule. If I can't fix it myself in 15 minutes or less, I outsource it immediately. So I go into, into Upwork, post a quick project. Hey, I got a WordPress website that's down. I need somebody to come in and, and, and bring it back online. Boom, literally within 30 minutes, I'll have 25 people in there that will bid on the project. Hey, I can do it for you right now. Literally, here, I'll charge you $10. bucks. i will pick the one I like that's got good feedback, lots of hours worked, award, upload the 10 bucks into the escrow. 20 minutes later, usually it's fixed. Release the escrow, leave them some feedback, thanks so much, and we're done.
4: Yeah. Versus... Yeah.
3: Yeah, versus yeah, versus
4: waiting to hear back from your original guy that you you know you know like and trust, but where are they?
3: Yeah, where are they? Are they even available right now? And I just yeah. this is not that complicated. I just need to get it fixed. Yeah. Whereas if it's you know something we, a long term project that we're working on with somebody and we're back and forth all the time, great. But for the little stuff, it's uh, that's just a, such a a good little thing that uh, just it just gets it done, gets it off yeah. my desk. I don't have to worry about it. it's done. Move on to the next thing. Yeah. All right, so I can see we are coming up uh, against the clock. Any one, you got a, any final tip that you want to toss out there?
4: Mm-hmm. Other than the two things together are magic Basecamp and Upwork.
3: Together. Yes. Together,
4: they're magic. Even if you're just one person working by yourself, it still will save you a ton of time.
3: You bet. You bet. I remember I, re- I recommended. Uh, base camp to Matt Frary from Smarter Chaos, who's been on the show many times. Highly successful entrepreneur out of Colorado, uh, owns five. Pretty good-sized companies, all of them, and he runs everything through uh, through Basecamp. All of his companies, all of his staff, everything goes through uh, the Basecamp. So whether you're little or you're big, go check it out. You think you will, will love it. <laughs> now, now, I can see we are out of time. Keep in mind that uh, if there's anything we mentioned here today that you missed or you'd like to go check out those videos, keep in mind we do keep all the show notes for you, and you can find those for this episode at jamesmartell.com forward slash AB438. That's AB438. And again, uh, as usual, Arlene, thank you so much. And to all of our listeners, thanks so much for joining us for another edition of the Affiliate Buzz.
1: The opinions expressed are those of the hosts and their guests and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cranberry News Marketing and Cranberry.fm. Rebroadcasts or retransmission of this content without proper consent is
0: prohibited. Did you know a 2018 study showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual. When I was four months pregnant, I couldn't find a prenatal I could trust. So I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested for heavy metals, and recently earned the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. But don't just take my word for it. Get 25% off at virtual.com slash podcast. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card.